fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 What's happening? Everything and then some. Tuesday, March 15th, 2011. Payday for some. Episode 66 of the Hotbox for all. My name is Matt and this is Sandy. Hello, Sandy. Hi. So, goodness. Hotboxpodcast.com slash live. Tuesdays, Saturdays. Be here. 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern. And give us a call. 406-204-4687. Hey, did you get raided by the DEA? Give us a call. Is the news here not covering it? Is the news where you live not not really caring what you have to say? Give us a call, 406-204-4687. We care what you have to say. So, uh, it was <laughs> yesterday. I know, where to begin? I know. Goodness. How about facebook.com slash hotboxpodcast? That's our page. Like it. Share it with your friends. So, Monday. Monday. Nice, calm day. Beautiful out. I'm it driving around. great. I get a phone call from a very dismayed, frantic Sandy. Um, there's people in black suits raiding the dispensary next door to my dispensary. Uh, yeah. Pardon? Is it April 1st? What did you say? There, there are people next door raiding... The dispensary. Right next door to your dispensary. Yeah. Interesting. Watching from the window like a cat, just like... Oh, well, and see, it was it was nuts. It was unexpected, completely. It was unexplainable nuts. I mean, it was like, what in the F just happened? So I what mean, else also happened Monday morning? Repeal they, bill? They were supposed... To, yeah, they heard the repeal bill. The final bill, vote? The same... They were supposed to be doing the vote. Oh, yes, Carl, you're live on the hot box. Did you get raided? Um. Hello, caller. Excuse me. Hi. Ah, just a minute here. Okay, we'll we'll bear with you. No, I did. I'm just calling in. I'm gonna be the deb- devil's advocate. Okay, please. Hi, Bruce. Advocate, devil. Is because that is what. Uh, see, people don't know about how the feds work. Oh, this is Bruce Hampert in Lincoln. Howdy. And, uh, no, they do ongoing investigations. We've been personally involved with two federal investigations. One was cabin fever days a long time ago about cocaine. And the other one was a couple of years ago that involved the secretary embezzling $250 million. Mm-hmm. Huh. And, uh, the federal government will not go in and unnecessarily bust people unless they are doing something wrong. It took over two years to formally charge that secretary that cost me and my family my job, and plus everything that went along with it. And so that's what people have to remember just didn't draw a name out of a hat and say, I was going to go bust somebody. They do their paperwork. 
right or wrong, we hate to say it, but that is how they work. If people forget, you know, if they look now, it's come out, yeah. They've been investigating him since 2007. Okay, so... So they must have been doing something wrong. Bruce, is it... I have no idea. Bruce, is it always normal? Is it always normal for them to seal records and everything like that and not say what you're being charged with and, and all that, or is that just normal? Yes, they come in and they confiscate everything. They came in and confiscated all my bosses, computers, records, and everything else. Okay. I mean, they went back into the shop and they uh, took back tax forms and everything else. I mean, they're going to investigate the whole thing. So and my d- boss was up front and gave them all they wanted, and uh, that is how they worked. No, they they take everything. So are we going to see charges before the 72-hour detain is up? No. They're just they going to let them release, go? They will release them on special conditions. Like the secretary at the place I worked, she was allowed to go over into Oregon and live. They uh, put special conditions on them, but she ended up blowing, you know, because she, she was kind of psycho in a way. But no, they can hold you for 72 hours, no warrant, no arrest, then they can let you go, but they give you special conditions where you have to tell them basically every minute of the day where you're at. And uh, that's fun. And that's while they finish free. Compi- okay. while they finish compiling their uh, information, what they're doing right now is getting these certain people off the streets. I don't know whether they did it right or wrong. Don't get me wrong there, but this is how they work. Okay. I mean, so the protocol was fine, you, uh, but did, did was it necessary to go in while there were patients trying to get? Their medicine and everything seemed legit. Like, we don't know what what to even examine to see if they were doing something wrong. From what they, it sounded like, they had all their paperwork in order and all that. I've always been told, though, that regardless of what medical law your state has, if you're growing pot, you never grow more than 100 because that's when the feds... They don't like that. They don't like that for some reason. So, I don't know. Correct. They had quite a bit of plants, so maybe that, you know... Maybe. But no, that's... I don't think it, it has not I don't think it really does have something to do with the plants. I think it has more to do like anything else, the money trail. Yeah. Okay, so you know, if, it's un- if their books are if their books are on the up and up, then fine. They have no problem. And we all know, you know, the caregivers in this state, people aren't gonna write a check. They're not gonna put it on a credit card. They're going to put cash, you know, because there's not a paper trail there where somebody can go and go, ooh, this person is a bad person. Right, but some shops, it's up to the shop to keep track of their own books, right? Well, yeah. Exactly. If we want to be treated as business owners, we need to act as business owners. Exactly. So let's say, hypothetically, they look and they see that, oh, all of your books are in order. We're sorry. So what happens to all those mother plants that were destroyed? Where's all the genetics that were lost? Where's all of the the product that was destroyed? You don't get that back. So then what? No, 
No, you don't see. But I'm not going into that part of it with my discussion. Mm-hmm. It's because that's what happens. They go in and they rip everything up. And then they hold as evidence. But, yeah, by the time it's done being evidence, which is probably going to be, oh, I don't know, probably a year and a half, two years from now, before this even goes in front of a judge. So what do those individuals do as trying to live their life and survive and make money? Like, are they just screwed? Tough shit? I have I have no idea on that. That's just how they come in. They come in and they go, okay. We've got enough paperwork to bust you for something, but they don't have... See, they're not busting them for going the cannabis. See, that's the thing. They're not busting them for that. Well, we don't know what they're, they're busting, busting them for. They're all we've, other things. All we've heard was money laundering. That was it. And so let's... every. Some people may not know what we're talking about here. Let's real quick... Uh, basically, on Monday... Shops, uh, dispensaries across Montana uh, start getting raided right in the morning. Uh, if you go to uh, the Montana Normal blog, I'll put a link in the live chat here for you guys. There's basically the timeline of events of uh, what happened. And, yeah, there was reports from first they said 20, now they say 10. And basically these, yeah, these DA agents, guns drawn, just rolled in. Everyone on the ground. MDS is asking for my first-hand report. Right. <laughs> yeah, so you saw it. Tell us what happened real quick. All right, thanks, Bruce. We'll, uh, we'll resume yeah, this. Yeah, you're more than welcome. I mean, I am just was trying to be a little devil advocate in there, you know. Yeah, definitely. No, it's me and my family. No, awesome. I understand. Okay, you Thank get... you, Bruce. Thanks, Bruce. Okay, good night. All right, so... So, okay, what happened? <laughs> I, I run a place in Columbia Falls, right. and I was in my shop and walking towards the back when I looked over at the Four Seasons um, Good Medicine, and uh, I believe it's the Controlled Environmental Grow CEG um, office that's, you know, on the other side of the casino next to me. And I see a car parked parallel behind all the other cars, and I'm thinking that's not that doesn't look normal, but maybe somebody's turning around, whatever, you know, and I just go about doing stuff. And within a couple minutes, I get a phone call from my husband saying, um, I just got a message that somebody got, that somebody's getting raided next door by Homeland Security. Do you see anything? And that's when I stood in the window And realized that the parking lot was full of every color, make, and model of car you could imagine. But, I mean, the parking lot was full. Like, totally unmarked, just and random, yeah, everything shining. was unmarked except <laughs> for a sheriff's patrol car that huh. was parking, parked, blocking the parking area. And right after that, someone pulls into my parking lot. And he's asking me, you know, if I know what's going on next door and... I don't yet, but as we're standing there watching, swore, like, all of these guys in, you know, uniform, some of them were wearing black long sleeve shirts with black cargo pants and the vest. Some guys were in the blue jackets with the yellow lettering, but, I mean, they're all running in and out of these doors. You know, I mean, they've got, I, I didn't know what was going on. And, of course, I'm working in a dispensary right next door. I mean, I'm, I am almost throwing up, and I'm not even getting raided at the moment. I'm just watching it happen next it's door. It's a pretty 
crazy intense scene to watch unfold right next door to your shop. Right, and and it was... Regardless of if you've done something wrong or not, even if right. you're totally on the up and up, like that's just a sick well, feeling see, to watch. I'm on the, the thing that I know and I think a lot of caregivers know is we're on the up and up on the state level. Exactly. Those are federal agents next door. I'm state not law, on the up and up with them. Exactly. To, to them, to they them, can do... They need to come and get right, me. Full jurisdiction. Right. And so I was... Which kind of... Did they not get that memo, apparently, that Obama said? Is that why maybe our president needs to not send memos and actually, if he wants to do something, he should actually do it and not just be like, um, I'm going to just... What did he do? Send a Twitter message? Like, hey, at DEA, at (laughs) Homeland Security, don't F with weed. Right. I mean, it was... was it was intense. Like, I didn't know why they were there. And, of course, the first thing I'm thinking is they're just here for marijuana. This has to do with the fact that there are caregivers and grow supply people and all of this going on. It looked like and a robbery. I'm their next stop. Yeah, they had two big, um, like, semi-trucks. One parked in the back and one parked in the front. Like, and they loading were just them up. Them. Yeah. I mean, everything <coughs> in there... Were was being carried out, and it was, I mean, and I heard from other people who were there about, you know, patients. There was a, uh, one of the people, I went over and talked to them earlier today because they were there. You know, um, the Four Seasons Grow was up and functioning today. They granted, it was slow. They don't have their computers. They don't have any of, I mean. Right, you basically came in and disabled this business. Right. I mean, they took their surveillance stuff. They took their Everything that they're doing that you asked them to do, they can no longer do now because those agents came in and stole everything. Right. Which is apparently, according to Bruce, what they're supposed to do. So job well done, you guys. Well, and see, they they went in, and it wasn't just here in town. They raided, um, I know they served 26 warrants, but from what I heard, there were like 13, 14 actual places, <clears throat> stores raided. Right. And... Yeah, this one, this story says 12 raided by the Department of Homeland Security. The other ones I, I saw said ATF and DEA. Yeah. And I mean, they they had Homeland Security next door apparently because of, you know, money issues. I'm assuming that that's what this is going to come down to. I mean, it's it's starting to look like there's more to the story. But I mean, honestly, as a caregiver, I was scared to death. So here, you know? here's an example of just one of many of the stories that have come out. Um, this one specifically out of Billings. Uh, one of several medical marijuana facilities across the state raided by federal agencies Monday reopened Tuesday with a limited inventory. And this is what they're all having to deal with because, like yeah. you just said, everything was stolen, Taken. ravaged, yeah. raped, and or pillaged. Well, that place in Helena, <clears throat> every plant uprooted. Yep. That Chris Williams guy in the Hotbox forums, uh, I had put a link to a video there of these guys outside interviewing Chris Williams, the guy that yeah. owns the one of the ones that got raided. He just has talking the about grow that's half the size of a football field. Right, yeah, it's yeah. A huge Ta- greenhouse, gorgeous. Talking about yeah, like the epitome of amazing grows. And just talking about how all these genetics are lost because all the mother plants were destroyed and And these were plants he had kept alive for years. I almost started crying when I heard that. I was like, Oh my god, dude, that's so devastating. 
Uh, co-owner of MCM Caregivers in Belgrade, Stephanie Leibenguth, said the store was serving a few patients with a small amount of cannabis left over after agents took between a 50000 and a 100000 worth of marijuana yesterday. Uh, she declined further comment at her attorney's advice. He said, hey, shh. Drug Enforcement Agency and FBI officials were also at Big Sky Patient Care in Belgrade Monday, as well as facilities in Missoula, Helena, Columbia Falls. Uh, no explanation has yet been provided for the raids. Do we yet have? I've heard I, money laundering, there, and I've heard... There is some kind of... There is an explanation out there. Um, but, you know, I think that the whole part of this that I think makes me the most angry is... We're trying to conduct ourselves as businesses. And yes, people make mistakes. People make bad decisions and they make people look bad. Yep, but yep. investigate us as a business. Don't come in and run at us like we're a giant drug trafficking Like a meth ring. lab. They rolled yeah. in like they were busting a meth lab. And like I heard uh, one of the ladies interviewed. She's like, our doors were open. Our windows were open. Like we were open for business. They could have walked through the front door. We would have been like, how can we help you? And, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, that that's but, probably, you know, if they did something wrong, then yes, they should get in trouble for that. I'm not saying that at all. But no one knows. That's but, what I have a problem with. Like, no one knows anything. Well, but I mean, don't don't treat them like they've already done everything wrong. I know they've probably been investigated. That's all. That's great. Well, investigate them like a business. I, I guess I just don't see many businesses that get raided like this when they're getting looked at, I guess. Oh, and here just uh, neither here nor there. Well, kind of, but another story, oddly enough, out of Billings, uh, this woman admitted her role in a scheme to illegally obtain and distribute prescription painkillers. Hmm. Just thought I'd share that. 30 years old. Uh... She's going to court in Billings to possession with intent to distribute OxyContin and its little buddy, OxyCodone. Her husband, Charles Heyman, and her mother, Shauna Willis, pled guilty earlier in the case and were sentenced. She's serving 50 months. Damn, could you imagine 50 months? Nah. Mm. The U.S. Attorney General's office said drug investigators learned that the defendants were filling fake prescriptions with forged signatures of at least seven area doctors and selling drugs from a Billings residence. So it doesn't just happen like this. This industry clearly has a, a problem also. You don't well, really I mean, yeah, there, see the focus there. There are people who do things wrong in every industry. Exactly. The thing about this line of work that we're in that is so infuriating sometimes is the fact that one caregiver... Or a group of caregivers yeah. says something wrong, and every That's it. single one now of us Now we're taking suffers. it away from everybody, taking I our mean, ball and going home. We but. all get pinned for the same thing that guy did. We all look like Jason Chris to them. All of a sudden. Because of what he's done. We can't stop them from doing that stuff. We can try to shut them up, but we can't really, you know, stop them from being in business. Yeah, Law enforcement has to step in somehow to get the people who are doing things wrong. But why treat us the way that that people That's get what treated? I'm saying. Why and why do that? You you just destroyed not only all of these businesses 
and everything that they've worked on. You have left um, th- probably th- hundreds or thousands of patients without medicine. And, and you don't think it's that big of a deal? I mean, you may not think it's medicine, but it is to these people. What tell are they us about the, to do? Tell us about the lady you were talking yeah, to. Yeah, when I went over and I was talking to the people next door about just what they went through, what happened while they were there. You know, they said that there was this this old this older woman who is a cancer patient and she is very sick and she goes in every morning and I'm assuming it's cuz she doesn't like to hold very much on her. I mean, not many older people do. I know a lot lot right, that don't. Right. And she was in there that morning when they, the raid happened. And she was crying and begging for them to let her get her medicine and to talk to her caregiver. And they drug her out of the office and told her to go to the hospital. Wow. Because the hospital is going to give her cannabis, right? Right. Sure. Apparently. Okay, sure. Well, here's a story that has uh, Chris Lindsay talking in it, and he's uh, the attorney here that, that everyone knows. So, again, medical marijuana providers around Montana brace for possible indictments the day after federal drug raids. Uh, The facts, according to this, federal officials executed 26 search warrants in 13 cities and towns across Montana. Uh, Montana's U.S. Attorney's Office says the raids were the result of an 18-month investigation into what it claims are illegal, large-scale drug trafficking operations. Uh, You mean my, my dispensary? Well, and see, but that's the thing that none of us, that nobody knows yet is what they mean by any, any of this. Were they trafficking in and out of state? Were they selling to people they weren't supposed exactly, to? Exactly. I mean, what is considered trafficking? Because as far as the feds are concerned, what I do is probably trafficking too. Right. And what the pharmacy does is trafficking and what the, the nurse... I mean, when... I don't do it on a large scale by any means <laughs> whatsoever. Trust me, I'm. We don't I'm, have half a football field dedicated big. to. Uh, but <laughs> when you sell it and you keep it there for distribution, isn't that trafficking? What's the GNC selling? Like what? What's the f- what's the difference? Schedule one is that the difference? Yeah. Cool. So no talk about possible charges in the raids, but many say the office has brought fear into the medical marijuana community. Are you guys scared? Is everybody good and scared now? You can be at work in the morning and clock in and go outside to smoke a cigarette and you could get raided. Are you afraid now? Uh, There were so many places in town that didn't open today. There are no. caregivers right now that won't sell to okay. people for a few days. Are you guys afraid? Are you closing your doors? Are you scared? No, no, and no. What would it take to really scare you guys? I was open Do all you, day today. The only people that are scared, and I don't even know, Chris Williams didn't look very scared on the video I watched. Uh, are you guys, is that, is that it? Are, are you guys done now? We're all scared. Yay. Well, and I mean... No, I, we're not. I keep books, but I mean, nobody gave, nobody's given me really a guideline on what they're going to want if they come in and see me. So, I mean, 
I keep track of what I think I need to keep <laughs> track of. Rock Bottom says, no, I'm actually about to start a new grow house. <laughs> well, word to that. That's I mean, what I'm talking about. And yeah, I, I keep track and make sure that I am abiding by state law. Exactly. I make sure of that. Because state law is what I... I'm a citizen of Montana. I'm supposed to abide by Montana state law. Yeah, and Justin Fan has a good point. They say, think folks have been on pins and needles. The fact of not knowing why, really. The unknown can be scary. Exactly. Because, I mean, what's going to happen next? What are they looking at? What are they looking for? What am I supposed to do to make sure it doesn't happen to me? Right. I mean, obviously, if they're involved in money laundering and stuff... I no don't words. do that. I'm not smart enough mm-hmm. to pull that off. And if honestly, <laughs> listen, listen, honestly, if we were going to launder money, we would use Bitcoin. <laughs> Duh. It's anonymous. It's completely encrypted. I could launder all the money I want all day long between PayPal and Bitcoin. And you couldn't do a damn thing well, about it. See, the but thing- we're not doing that. So <laughs> the thing yesterday that I mean, on not we're just- going to get investigated for laundering money through Bitcoin now. <laughs> Great, thank uh, you. Um, if only we had money to launder. I know, right? Um, so <laughs> no problemo. I, mean, I was scared, right? I have a family, and so I was scared because I didn't know what was going on. I mean, are I they- could hear it through that crystal clear three G Verizon connection. Oh yeah, could you, you hear sounded- the panic? <laughs> Kinda, not really panic, but just like a slight unsettled nervousness. I was trying to. Well, it was. I mean, I just I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know if they were all doing that, and then for some reason they were going to just hop right on over to me and be like, hey, while we're in the area, let's go ahead and check stuff out. Oh, you have marijuana? That's federally illegal. Come on. Yeah. Hand it over. Abiding by state law? State what? And I I went through, yeah, sure, when the feds were next door, I already knew how many plants I had. I already knew... All of that, but I still went through and that was like counted. F- that was the first thing you said. You're like, and I'm totally under, so I'm okay. I'm like, well, cool. <laughs> I'm I, glad. Well, I was. Like, I know. That's awesome I to be aware of and that. And then I went through and I did the math and I was like, wow, I am I am pretty under. Right. Like, hey, we need to grow <laughs> some more plants, actually. <laughs> You're like sneaking over to where they have the evidence and like cutting clones off and shit. <laughs> we have your genetics. Right. I mean, I know I'm not doing anything illegal because that's what I know. Everybody reads the laws a little bit differently. I mean, I I read initiative one. You know, I read it the way I read it. And you know what I thought? What? I totally thought that they had been given the order because they thought the repeal was going to pass and that it didn't. And they just didn't say, oh, by the way, cancel that last raid order. And so it happened. That's just like well, a random. And see, I, w- I wasn't online or anything when all of this was going on. So I didn't know what was going on with the hearing. I was in my shop helping people. I'll tell you what, though. It's, I'm really glad this is happening now instead of back in the 60s or 70s. Because it is so much easier to keep track of all this stuff with Web 2.0 stuff. Oh, and yeah, Facebook you guys, has been hey, great today. You guys in the chat, I'm sure, and everyone that's all up on our Facebook, you guys did a really good job about keeping everyone updated. Like, well, I was everybody impressed. Everybody did really start to pull together, which was very, very good. Yeah. I mean, very good. You know, I mean, it, it's one of those situations where... 
there are it takes something negative to like bring everyone together right. and, then, and I mean there are caregivers out there that that don't bring a good name to the caregiving field. However right, but I don't want them it. to get locked away but, in Gitmo forever, naked well, with no, strobe lights. I mean, lights. they should be held accountable for things that they've done wrong. Right. That's right. But if they haven't done anything wrong, how are they going to rebuild? Exactly. You know, that- you have a loan to pay off still. If you were even lucky enough to get one, chances are if you got one, it probably wasn't from a bank, but there was some of that, you know, I need a loan for this. Okay, I believe in that. Here's some money. It's, it's Oh, sorry, the cops came and stole everything. Um It's scary. I mean, I didn't know what was going on cuz as far as I knew, okay, yeah, if the state comes in here, they're going to look at everything. They're going to tell me it's all right. Yeah, I'm keeping track of this. I'm doing that. All right. You're doing good. Everything seems to be on the up and up. The feds though, they don't they don't work that way. Yeah. And I I'm not a big time caregiver. I don't have a lot of the resources that these other caregivers might Right. If have. this happened to you, like you would be in the line for unemployment and I would have absolutely nothing. And a yeah. lot of people that got raided yesterday like, are being left with absolutely nothing. <coughs> but none of us even know really what's going on. We we see the press release and I mean at least I've seen the the release. <coughs> Um, right, so this says that uh, it has patients worrying also if they'll be able to get their medicine. Chris Lindsay, the medical marijuana attorney, thinks the raids have one bottom line message. Check this out. He says, quote, I think the message is be scared. We don't care how you operate. We're going to come in with our guns drawn. We're going to shove you down in the mud. We're going to put you in handcuffs for hours while we rifle through all of your personal information. Be scared. Now are you guys scared? Is anyone scared yet? Because that's what they want. So if we all act scared, maybe they'll leave. Please don't hurt us. (sighs) Who pays their uh, public servants? This is really all blurring together. And I think everyone needs to stop and restructure this whole mess. See, the the thing I think a lot of people are... still not scared in the chat. High five, internet. I think the thing that I know a lot of people are very angry about is the fact that the federal government was allowed to come into our state and do this. Right. Our our state is supposed to give us some kind of protection. Exactly. Isn't that the whole reason we're not just one big, giant... Conglomerate. Right. Body of, here's the king and you are our peasants. Yeah. Right. we are separate, but all the United States. Right. Right. But instead of our state, you know, maybe seeing. It just makes you say, what's the point of state law then? Why do we even bother with it? If federal law is the top, then. I mean, why I, do you give the states been, an option to do I that? I have honestly been. I have known since the day I started be, being a caregiver. That there was a chance I could end up in jail for right. it. Right. Everyone it's knows. It's federally illegal. I might go to jail for it. But the last thing I thought was that the state you put would your help trust push in the button. You totally put you your know? trust. And they don't give people... I don't think that... The, the, the initiative's not perfect. There needs to be more definition. There need to be more guidelines. You give 
bartenders, pharmacists, all these other people with all these other professions out there, guidelines, so they know what they should be keeping track of, what they shouldn't, how, how should they handle this situation, what are they allowed to have there, what are they not allowed to have there, how are they supposed to set up their operation properly. You know, there's so many hoops that have to be jumped through, and I've tried to jump through all the hoops. I filed all the paperwork. On the name of bringing patients But yesterday, medicine. I felt so incredibly helpless. I felt like I, I wasn't even being raided at the time, but I felt like my world was crashing around just because what if at any moment it was, you know? I mean, the state told them they could come here. How am I supposed to protect myself against that? Yeah. Even if I think I'm doing everything legal, even if I think I've done everything legit, how am I supposed to protect Does myself against that? Does the state that we pay taxes to have our back? In this case, absolutely not. Clearly, we know where the mayor stands. Clearly, we see the governor's not, you know, really in it, but he's not against it because of the people for... We're all in it. But that's... I don't know. It's... It's gonna be a wild ride. The DEA, the FBI, the ATF, and local law enforcement cleared out at least 10 medical cannabis businesses in cities from Kalispell to Billings. Lindsay says there's no rhyme or reason for which businesses were targeted. Quote, It doesn't appear that it was any particular policy or any particular business plan. These are individuals that come from all walks of life from all different parts of the state, Lindsay said. Uh, He says many are questioning the timing of the raids. After all, Monday was also the day the state Senate committee failed to pass a bill that would have repealed medical marijuana. It's evil. And it didn't. It was timed that way. Exactly tied. How interesting. Tuesday, federal officials said the raids were the result of an 18 month long investigation. Besides taking marijuana. How much money wasted is that in the chat? Quick. 18 month federal investigation. How much money is well, that? Well, the belong? question though still is was it really wasted or not? Because we don't know if they did anything well, true, wrong right. or not. <laughs> Besides taking marijuana plants, cell phones, computers, agents looked at bank accounts held by medical marijuana providers. Search warrants show they were looking for four million dollars. Four million dollars. Mm-hmm. In a news release, the U.S. attorney for Montana says his office will decide whether to seek indictments for manufacturing and distributing marijuana and failing to follow to <laughs> and failing to follow rules for depositing large amounts of cash in banks. What is the rule of depositing money in banks? If it's large amounts, can I not put I it in a if bank? It's, if it's over $10,000, they have to report it. If it's under oh. $9,999, so, you can usually slide by. What if you just make a bunch of $9,000 deposits? Is that A-OK? Like I'm one a month? I'm assuming that they don't yeah? hmm. have to report that. So as long as everything's in order, then... What if... And I mean, this is just a huge hypothetical weird what if, but what if... The agents were in there and in the kerfluffle of on your hands and knees, guns drawn, one somebody just throws out a bag of coke. What's that? You guys selling cocaine out of here? Hmm? How easy would that be for that to happen? And how often does that happen? From my understanding, Hmm? the people who were involved in the raid said that their security cameras were all turned off before the searches happened. 
So, really? And Interesting. all of their cell phones were taken away from <laughs> right, them. Right, right. And they're um, actually... Evidence. The, the shop next door, when I talked to them, they said that their attorney showed up and was told he was not allowed to talk to them because they were not under arrest. They were just being detained. Right. He was not allowed on the property even after he raised a huge fit and told them that they weren't supposed to be questioning anybody without an attorney present. And it, it just but there they seemed said like that they can they they didn't have to let, let the attorney there. There seemed like a lot of lock and key shady stuff, like having these records sealed and all that. Like, do they do that with all, or is this is it specific to just this investigation that they happen to not want any of the details released? See, the thing that bothered the thing I I. I'm scared of how this is all going to come out. Well, this says the the attorney, (laughs) U.S. Attorney Michael Cotter, wouldn't talk on camera but issued a statement. He says, 26 search warrants were carried out yesterday where there is probable cause that the premises were involved in illegal and large-scale trafficking of marijuana. When criminal networks violate federal laws, those involved will be prosecuted. So... But what about the people that aren't prosecuted? I mean, right. the, Were the crazy people you... thing is that the building next door to me, it's not right. it's a caregiver. And then there's actually a little company in there that makes um, novel, like specialty triggers for guns. Oh, really? Right? They're right in the middle right there. Not selling then, marijuana? No, not large scale no, drug just in the building. trafficking? No, just in the building. And they got and hit too? They, they got a warrant served on them and all of their huh. stuff got gone through. Wow. How pissed would you be if people you didn't know just ransacked your shit? All your stuff, your personal stuff, your house, your home. That's the scary thing about all of this. Exactly. It's the federal government. I'm a I'm a caregiver. They they feel they have the right to do that. That's the point. Be afraid. You know, I mean, I'm scared because if these people are involved in this huge money laundering drug trafficking scheme. I will be have the <coughs> finger pointed at me as well, and I didn't have anything to do with them. I didn't have anything to do with the bad stuff See, they did if they did it, but we don't know who did what. Justin Fenn says, Sandy, that is bullshit. If they weren't involved, they wouldn't be searched. That's not entirely... Collateral damage? They have searched people. They they had warrants. I'm not saying that they shouldn't have been searched, but there are people who are being searched that may not have needed to be. And that one place, that one business in the middle of all of those places isn't even involved in marijuana. Okay, and check this out. What MDS says... But they were says, searched? I mean, that doesn't make sense to me. Well, right. But what MDS says basically is what it comes down to. What you are doing has always been federally illegal. What happened yesterday doesn't change anything. So... Because it's federally illegal, are we just supposed to say then screw it? No one's going to grow pot and sell pot to these people that need it? And you're just We've tough shit? We voted something in for Montana, though. This is exactly. a Montana law. Exactly. And so, yeah, if they're doing things illegal, they should get in trouble for that. But according to state law, even though it doesn't even matter, so who cares? So federal law says it's illegal. Yeah, so we're battling that. It's an uphill battle, unfortunately. 
My problem is that now we have a bigger uphill battle because of this. And the feds were here. They scared the crap out of everybody. There are patients that are crying that don't know if they're going to be able to get medicine at all anymore. Who don't even know if their cards are valid because their caregiver was raided or the place that they got their card at got raided. Northern Lights got raided and they write recommendations for physicians. I mean, I... I just, I don't understand. They seized all of their paperwork. I would think that might be a little bit of a thing, right? See, Justin <laughs> Fenn says federal law only applies to federal employees. I don't know about that. Uh, is that true? No. Federal law applies to everybody, right? It's supposed if you, to, If but you pay taxes to a federal government. But our state is supposed to help. Make sure that federal law stays in check and that the citizens of the state aren't persecuted by the federal government. That was That's my understanding. Am I wrong? Say that again. That the state is supposed to help keep the federal government in check and right. protect the citizens and of when, the state. And when the state becomes too big and gets out of control and all corrupt, that's when the state is supposed to be like, yo, we got your back. But see, that. they do this in California. They go through and they raid a bunch of places, and some places are doing things wrong, but some places aren't. Okay, so Justin Fan says that's bullshit. It's still a Schedule One substance. If it's Schedule One, why is the federal government giving it to people and saying it's it's medical? Uh, yeah. So that just can go away. Uh, it's scared. There is no reason for it to be. That's a complete lie, one. and we know that. Eighty years ago, it was the number one prescribed painkiller. Right. That was eighty years ago. I have family members that old. I mean, come on! Before prohibition. And see, Justin Fan has a point, and he, these Justin fans are out of hand. But <laughs> Justin Fan says, "I hope it doesn't turn out these guys were laundering money and causing further harm to medical cannabis." And that I exactly. fully agree with. I agree and if with they that were, completely. Then they knew what they were getting into when they did it, and they should be prosecuted. But that should not reflect on the rest of the medical cannabis industry. It should not. Patients it cannot. should not have to suffer exactly. because of these people. We shouldn't be losing amazing strains that took years and years to cultivate just so because of this. I'm saying there's a way to investigate things. Right. There is a way <clears throat> to go about it that doesn't involve completely uprooting and destroying But like Bruce said, that's how everything. they do. That's how they roll. But, but they're you're the treating federal this, government. They can do that. You're treating this like Mexican drug cartels, and that's not what this is. This is Montana people. Yeah. And that's not, we're not Mexican drug cartels, well, and you rolled and see, in like it was, okay, and that's not cool. We, okay, there are going to be protests tomorrow, vigils tomorrow. Okay, at, at all the city halls, and um, go on Facebook to the normal page. They're going to have links to you know where the different protests are happening. There will be one in Kalispell. Right. There's the link in the chat for everyone that's listening. Um, Statewide protests against the dramatic and callous raids on as many as a dozen medical marijuana providers timed perfectly to coincide with a key Senate vote on repealing medical marijuana commenced tomorrow, Wednesday, March 16th, 2011. In cities statewide, Americans for Safe Access and Montana Normal, among others, are calling for people to convene upon their local city halls at 5 p.m. in protest of these federal actions and in solidarity with the thousands of affected patients. So... City Hall, Wednesday, March 16th, 5 p.m.
M. Important? Bring signs that say your city wants the feds out of MT. Um, is that weird? Like, do you... Maybe we want the feds out of medical marijuana. Like, do you want the federal... I don't know. That seems weird that you're just... All feds get out of Montana. Like, I don't think that'll ever, ever happen. Ever. But you can say, get your freaking nose out of our medicine or something like that. The other thing that really, I think, starts to get to me about all of this is how it was planned out. Yes, yesterday was supposed to be the vote about the repeal and the raids all happened right then and there. That's, to me, them attempting to affect the vote without paying anybody off. (laughs) You know, <laughs> do you know how many people got scared yesterday? Yeah. How many how many people who may have been, you know, thinking that they shouldn't take this away from the patients, you know, that maybe some things do need to be fixed with it. But no, they from my understanding had a 10 minute recess right after the raid started and then voted and it was tied six six. So, I mean, it to me it just feels like this is more of you know a control issue a scare tactic a dent that they're trying to make and they're trying to make sure that it is very well known that it was caregivers behind this you know if they did something wrong it was the caregivers <clears throat> see how evil marijuana is see how bad it is you let these people go into business and now these people over here did this horrible thing but don't look at all these other thousands of people over here that Wait, what may is be it? doing things right yeah that's yeah wow i mean it's wow tom dober i heard also got in trouble too like arrest, not arrested, but he detained got or whatever. Rated. That's so crazy. Like that guy was so nice. I met him at the symposium, mm-hmm. and they gave him an award there. Like he was the nicest guy. I cannot. If there was illegal activity going on, I don't know. Like I don't know him, but when I'm, I, I, I find it really hard to see that he was involved with it. I don't know, dude. Like he's, mm-hmm. the, he's so like nice and in it for the positive and the good and i just i don't know money laundering drug trafficking really i don't know man it it it's scary you know i mean did they just do certain ones well here's in this story it says in early 2010 the helena grow operation was vandalized so dober and williams arranged to buy marijuana every week from big sky patient care in bozeman Big Sky Patient Care was also raided on Monday. The informant told agents that for about six months, Montana Cannabis bought pounds of marijuana each week from Big Sky Patient Care, with one pound costing $2,700. Damn. It's kind of expensive. (laughs) Uh, Once Montana Cannabis recovered from the vandalism, they stopped buying marijuana from Bozeman. Employees would prepare the marijuana for distribution in Helena, and drivers would take it to Billings and Miles City. Can you not do that? Is it illegal for us to grow pot here in Kalispell and take it to Columbia Falls and sell it? No. I mean, so that part state, is okay. All right. Um, and as long as you're only, you know, doing business with people that you're legally able to do business with, you know, I mean, the caregiver to caregiver thing, that's still up in the air for people. 
When I read the law, I think caregiver to caregiver is legal because of the definitions in the initiative. Right, but caregiver we'll see is now. Defined like this, this is defined like this. Right, and when they restructure it or re-regulate or right. over-regulate or whatever, then, then what we'll see. But we can see what happened. But I mean, so here's what they're saying that uh, in by November 2010, the informant said Dobert had fallen out with Williams and stopped working at Montana Cannabis, though he still remained an owner and likely collected his monthly check. On March 4th, an undercover drug agent bought a quarter ounce of marijuana from Justin Floor at the Montana Cannabis Store in Billings. A few days later, agents went through the floor's garbage in Miles City and found marijuana in the trash. Oh no! Uh, besides the search warrants, agents seized more than $3.5 million from five bank accounts linked to Montana Cannabis. The smallest amount of money in the accounts was nearly $88,000, while one wow. account held more than 1.6 mil. 1.6 mil-ski. Agency, that's, I think, what got the Fed's attention. But aren't they, are, are you or not paying taxes on that? Is that not taxable? Is that why they're angry? Well, I, I pay taxes. Right, I pay taxes. But I pay taxes on this business. <laughs> Burger says, wow, kiss that money, bye bye yeah, yeah, everything has been seized. Uh, agent said an account at Valley Bank in Helena was opened in December 2009. In about a year, Montana Cannabis deposited more than $1.2 million, mostly in cash. So business was good, and you're angry because of that. We said, stop dealing in the streets, stop dealing in the back alleys. Here's a bill. Open a business, open a storefront, and do it. And now you're saying, whoa, you did it too good. Hold on. We're going to bust in and get on the floor and steal as your money and shit. As long as the money is all legit, Amazing. then they're doing a good job Will they job get that money business. back? I don't know. I don't think so, but yeah. I mean, and that's the thing, though, is that... I mean, is it legit? Is it not legit? Nobody's... We don't know <clears throat> yet. We'll know when there's charges pressed, if uh, at all. Well, it's been... So, the medical marijuana community in Billings was still reeling from the raids on Tuesday. David Couch, owner of Yellowstone Patient Care, said his business had not been raided on Monday, despite widespread accounts that it had been. Couch has four locations, including one in Miles City and one on 24th Street West across from the Rimrock, a mall. So your shop really doesn't even have to be raided. If there's reports that it is being raided, no one's coming. You might as well close shop and go home. (laughs) So in essence, you basically... I, as soon as news got out that the raid started happening, I was on my phone until the feds left at like 6.30 at night. They were there from... I would say probably 10, 11 a, or 10, 30, 11 a.m. until 6, 6.30 p.m. next door. Um, so they were there for a pretty good extended amount of time. Hmm. Um, but, I mean, <clears throat> I had tons of people calling me, asking me if I was open, was I okay? And, of course, today, you know, I got calls from patients saying, hey... <laughs> Little nervous about coming down to see you. Any chance you could come see me? Is it reverting back to being shady underground code word? Hey, do you got any green? I need a little guy. Like, is that where this has to go now? And so they're starting to hide. And that's the thing that I'm trying to do you have tell to- people I was open all day today. I was I was scared while I was doing it. Every time a car pulled in, I thought I might get sick a little bit. That's 
That's, but, that's disgusting, but dude. But I was open all day long. You shouldn't I have needed, to work I like that. I needed to be there for people. And, and it's not because I think I'm doing something illegal and they're going to have a reason to come bust me. It's because they're here and I am doing something that they see as federally illegal. I know that. That's a hazard <clears throat> I took on. Oops. But... <clears throat> I love what I do. I love the people that I work with. I love the people that I help. I had a gentleman sit in my parking lot in his truck from 10 a.m. until 3 p.m. He wanted to be there just in case because, I mean, he wanted to make sure that I didn't get bugged. That's so cool. That made me feel good that somebody that I have helped feels that they want to do that, you know, And, and that... They want to get involved. They don't want to be scared and hide in the shadows. I understand people don't want to speak out about this. If you've got something that that you have writing on your job, your kids, your family, and you're scared of them getting involved in it, I understand that. But the more people that get silent and sit back while things happen and we're not giving explanation, we're not giving something to work with, I mean... That will definitely make sure that we don't move forward in this industry. People yeah. need to speak out. They need to get a hold of... You, you need to get a hold of John Tester, Denny Reberg, and Max Bacchus. They are, our, they are the ones in D.C. that are supposed to be representing us. They need to know that we want our state to protect us and investigate us like we're businesses. Treat us like we are people. We're not, we're doing things by state law. That's what we're supposed to follow, right? That's what I thought. That or the Ten Commandments, either or, we're on the <laughs> up and up. So, speaking of that, I did, uh, there was some, some spots online that you can go and send a, put in your information and it'll send it to a bunch of people. So, I sent it and I got a, a reply back and I don't know, I'm sure a lot of you guys that did that did. This one's from Dave Wazenreed. Uh, Montana Senate District 49. He said, Thank you for your note about HB 161, which proposes to repeal the current statutes governing medical marijuana. Matthew, if this proposal finds its way through the legislative process to the point where I can cast a vote on it, I will be a no vote. Yeah, Dave? Thank you. Senate District 49, high five. Is he in the chat right now? Dave, shout out. High five. Nice. I am outraged by the raids that were performed by the DEA on dispensaries in Missoula, Kalispell, Bozeman, and Missoula. The raids occurred on the same day that the Senate Judiciary Committee voted six yes, six no, and do concur motion on the 161 HB. That means the bill is stalled for now and hopefully dead. I'm seeking answers to innumerable questions about the timing and focus of the raids. It's clear the statutes need to be revised. Mm-hmm. Not repealed, revised. The law, which was enacted by the voters in 04 by a vote of 276,000 yes and 170,000 no, is far from perfect. But does the law bring relief to many Montanans of every political persuasion and religious denomination from one end of our state to the other? Yeah, it totally does. Does it need to be revised to ensure only those who suffer from chronic pain receive prescriptions for a limited time only after a bona fide examination and diagnosis? I don't think so. He thinks so. That's fine. We'll work on that. Does it need to include restrictions on where dispensaries can be located? Yeah. 
Sure, if it makes you feel better to say no, don't be by a school, then okay, That's fine. fine. I don't want to be by a school anyway. Do we need to institute inventory controls between the producer and the caregiver users? Yeah, then sure, do it. Just make sure it's not, like, over-the-top ridiculous. It'll, it'll work itself out. People will go to where the good stuff is. The good stuff is made because it's done right. Mm-hmm. Problem solved, dude. Problem solved. I will carefully consider other revisions to the law as well. Thank you for sharing your concerns and opinions. Respectfully, Dave Wenz and Reed. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'm glad that, that he good. actually spoke out saying no. Absolutely. And that he was not happy about the raids as Not well. pleased. Not happy with their not timing. Pleased. That's not okay. Not pleased. But everybody needs no. to go out to the protest tomorrow. Tomorrow. Your local city PM. hall at 5 p.m. Local city Bring hall. Bring signs that say... F you. <laughs> no, not, don't do no. that. Bring no. signs that say... Like, Kalispell wants the DEA gone. Right. Or, you know, Fed's out of Montana. I love feds my out of hot box. I love my hot box. <laughs> no, no, that would be good. just go just be there we'll be there you have to be there so well it's it's just do you want do you want to end on a happy note should we i don't know happy note well if you live in rhode island there is kind of they actually finally got around to picking three dispensaries that are going to be able to grow wow finally i know right they're uh, health officials. Hope they did they don't it. Get shut you down. guys did it. I hope you don't get raided. The state's Department of Health announced Tuesday that it picked the Greenleaf Compassionate Care Center of Portsmouth, Rhode Island, Summit Medical Compassion Center of Warwick, Rhode Island, and the Thomas C. Slater Compassion Center of Providence. Compassion Center. That that's a that's a real good name. That's a catchy name, right? I like how everybody's using that now. Whose idea was that first? Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? Hmm? Anyone? No? Okay. Uh, okay. Before they can serve patients, the compassion centers must pass a state inspection and receive local occupancy permits. Qualified patients will then be allowed to designate one of the centers as their authorized source of marijuana. 18 groups applied, and three got it. Dream job? I hope you're filming this for your reality TV show so you can exploit it even more. Amazing. Yeah. We're going to let you grow this plant, but only under 24-hour supervision. It is a pretty amazing job as long as the feds aren't next door. Are we growing peyote or pot? Peyote or pot? Because that's what you're treating it like. Well. We're growing some creepy. They like to make sure stuff is under their thumb. You act like we're growing special K DMT PH. No, wait, that's code. PCP. Uh, you act like it's just this crazy, wicked, bad thing. Mm-hmm. I guarantee if you could get them all in a room and just gas it with marijuana smoke. And then set the papers in front of them and was like, now make this work. I guarantee, I guarantee it would work. They would make it work. They would find a way. They would be, some of them might freak out. Okay, granted. But you know, those are the ones that have something, something Mm -hmm. bad in their closet. 
Mm-hmm. There's a reason they're all nervous like that. All right. Well, anything else? Did anyone want to call in that got rated or had an experience with this? If this affected you in any way, 406-204-4687. Uh, you should definitely do that. Yeah, I spoke with a now few is of the people time. down there earlier today. And I mean, like I said... They all had stuff to say. And what happened? Well, a Did- couple people, you know, they... They had their shop, their places open, but of course it was hard to do business. Uh, Northern Lights and Good Medicine had a sign up that said Northern Lights was closed until further notice. Good Medicine would be closed until tomorrow. Um, but there were numerous amounts of caregivers throughout the valley that didn't even open up shop today, and even more that wouldn't sell. To Just anybody. losing money, losing. Well, they're scared. They don't... What happened back in the day when you would call up, you know, where you were getting your your pot from and they didn't have any? You'd you'd go somewhere else, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And that's sad to see that these people forced into that position. Mm -hmm. Like, that should not... Go to the hospital. You need your medicine. Go to the emergency room. Really? That... Wow. Just to even, like, be talked to like that. Like, you're a second-class citizen because you smoke pot. Well, and, and that's like, bullshit. everybody can afford to go to the emergency room. It oh, yeah. Can I please? a whole lot more than a little bit of this, this medicine. Yeah. Me. Can I please go and get that and fat the, ER bill on my, on my check they there? They may not Thanks. charge you for it right then and there, but they will eventually. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Sandy. If yeah. anyone... Thank you guys for joining us. It's been Thanks. a slice. I wish we had something more happy to talk about, but well, until we're keep this an eye on things. So. Yeah, until this BS stops, definitely follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash hotboxpodcast, and like the Facebook page and you see all these updates and what have yous. And check mm. the forums because Hot. we're gonna be putting valuable, valuable information in the forums. That's right. Is that where do we have to do that? All right. If you wanna, if you need medicine, go on the forums, and we'll we'll do it that way. No more phone calls. We're going yeah. dark. No, that's it. We're going underground. Forums totally locked down, wrapped up in tight, warm two fifty six encryption. We're going, uh, going under. Sorry, guys. How uh, awesome would that be? You yeah. just like send a message, and it's yeah. there. That would be neat. Like you hold out your hand, and it's just there. That would be neat, but then, you know, all that information in one little spot. <laughs> Email info at hotboxpodcast.com. Leave us a message, 406-204-4687. If you don't want to call live, you can actually call and leave a message if that if you're more comfortable with that or whatever. But Yeah, and you can always just type out a message and email it to us, and we'll get it. And uh, Sandy's got a Facebook, and I've got a Facebook, so... Keep in touch. We have to work together. We have to stick together with this. Definitely tomorrow, check out the Facebook group for that. There's an event, and uh, we'll see you guys there at 5 o'clock. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys Saturday, and we'll see what's happened. Yep. Goodbye. Bye. If you like you like this is where you need to be. If you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to the